So, how long does the streak go? Uh, option A, they'll beat the Angels next. Don Bundy starts that one uh, for the Angels. Um, let's see, 19 to 21, 22 to 24, or 25 plus losses in a row. Colin, do you know who they have after the Angels? They have the Rays. Rays for three, and Toronto for three. 25 plus. Welcome to episode number 26 of Clubhouse Convos. Uh, joined as usual by Evan. How are you today, buddy? Good, Colin. How are you? I'm wonderful. Getting ready to head up to school. All done work. Feels great. Feels good. Newman, how are you doing today? Good. I just watched Yavaldi uh, shove for seven innings. Looks like yeah. we may finally win. We need it badly. Dan, how are you joining us in between many football Zooms today? Yeah, uh, camp's been brutal. Uh, we're getting by, though. Uh, otherwise, I'm doing good. Have some off time before three-hour practice in the rain. So, yeah, that's life right now. Sounds fun. All right, so for this pod, we have another fun little draft planned and then lineup card, and that'll be it. It's going to be a short pod, uh, not much going on in sports right now, just baseball winding down. Obviously, we're kind of shying away from football on Clubhouse Convos because we have the gridiron specifically for that. Um, so there's not much to be discussed. So I'll explain the under 25 draft. So... We're going to be picking five rounds. Um, we're going to require one guy from each major sport. Obviously, they have to be under 25 years of age. Um, that's pretty much it. You'll have each guy will have two guys from one sport. Um, the order is me, Dan, Newman, and Ev. Little snake, just like last week with the uh, Build Your Own Player baseball one. So, yeah, I have first pick. Screw you. <laughs> um, this one's pretty easy to me. I'm going to take Connor McDavid. Yeah. Um, hard to pass that up. I hate you. Dan, you're on the clock. All right. Um, I guess for the second pick, I'm going to go with uh, Luka Doncic. Um, yeah, he's kind of good, so. Yeah, those were the first two I wanted, so now I'm fucked. <laughs> <laughs> you fucks. Um, let's see, I only wrote down like four people per sport. I'll take uh, I'll take Zion because that guy's a fucking animal, and he's only twenty. Not bad. I actually prepared no notes, so hopefully I don't embarrass myself. I'm just kind of going off the top of my head here. Uh, with my pick, I'm going to take Jack Eichel, uh, center of Buffalo Sabres. Hopefully for his sake, he can get traded, but absolute stud. And he went second to McDavid in that draft. 
Uh, I was hoping I could maybe get Drysaddle or McKinnon, but they were both 25, so got unlucky there. And then I'm going to take Tatum. Uh, as you guys know, I defend Jason Tatum a lot on this podcast. Uh, big fan of his. I think he's the best player on the Celtics and uh, probably maybe top behind the Luka Doncic with the 25 or under. So I'll go with him. Yeah, it's, it's a good pick. I left him off my board because I hate him, but <laughs> it's respect. It's respectable, I guess. All right. Uh, back to me. I will jump to the MLB for the first time. I'll take Tatis um, number one in fantasy or number two in fantasy right now, I guess, but uh five category score for me and he's electric when he's on the field love the guy all right um for my next pick i'm gonna go to football and i'm gonna take justin herbert um you bitch wow <laughs> i wow. think he's gonna be a star in this Early. league um yeah uh i really like justin herbert i think he's gonna climb the ranks of the qb rankings really quick um, I mean, we already saw him kind of break out as a rookie when a lot of people thought he was going to be a bust. Um, so I, I think he's going to be really good. Uh, I did have him on my Great. list. Great pick. Um, who am I going to take here? I'll go Acuna as my MLB pick. How many people, Colin, did you prepare for each sport? I have six or seven for each pretty good um and then i'll probably go i have an nfl sleeper that i know none of you will take so i want to save it for fifth round um i'll go second nhl here i'll go with austin matthews um very very good player great goal scorer on the cover of nhl again which i personally think stupid but whatever um but yeah, gifted goal scorer. I would say outside of McDavid and Eichel, he's like one of the best guys to come in the league in the last five years. So I'll go with him. Um, I think to stick with the NHL, um, I'm going to go with David Pasternak, uh, electric uh, goal scorer for the Bruins. Um, he's like one of the only hockey guys I know because I don't really follow it. But uh Helps say he's under 25 and he's really good. So, <laughs> all right, you all took hockey. I guess I can wait on hockey. Um, I will take I will take Chase Young. Um, love him. Great pass rusher. I have a couple pass rushers on here, but I, I prefer Chase Young. This is tough. I could go a lot of different spots. Um, I, I know Dan took obviously Herbert off the board. So I think uh, uh, for my NFL player, I'm going to take Kyler, Kyler Murray with the Cardinals, just so dynamic. You got to love his ability to do it all. And I feel like for, for these, for this draft, I feel like it's only right to take a quarterback. I know Colin probably won't, but uh, it just feels like a team leader. And then, Oh, this is tough. Um, Lots of great baseball players here. I'm going to go Vlad. I think Vlad's a great pick there. He was on Big my power board. with Guerrero, and I think he's got to be second behind um, Tatis. I, I'd honestly take probably Vlad over Acuna. It's it's close, but I don't know. I'm happy with that pick. Kind of shocked he's still there. I agree with that. 
Vlad was. Yeah. I had my mic muted. I didn't fucking realize it. Vlad was on my board, but I, I think Acuna is the, uh, the better pick there. You get the defense and the speed. Yeah. All right. Um, let's see. I have hockey left, and I have my bonus pick. I'm gonna take Juan Soto. He's actually at the top of my baseball board. I just figured he would stumble down the board a little bit. Yeah, his OVP is better than Tatis and Acuna and Vlad. Very underrated. Very underrated player. And he's 22. On my board as well. Um, I'm also going to go with baseball because I wrote down four names and three of them have already been taken. <laughs> um, so the last guy on my board is uh, Rafael Devers. Um, yes. Devers. Um, he's doing good this year. Um, yeah, love Rafi was also on my board. All five of my MLB guys have now been selected. Good thing I already got one. Um, I'll go with my NBA pick here. I'll go Devin Booker. Um, obviously had a great year this year, Phoenix, all the way to the um, NBA finals. He was phenomenal. I love the guy. I think he's a good pick. And my NFL pick here, uh, I think you guys are going to be surprised. Jair Alexander um, saw a stat the other day on Instagram. Last year, Alexander, when guarding number one wide receivers, allowed 11 catches and 143 yards, no touchdowns all year. Um, could really make the argument for him being the best corner in the league at this point outside of Ramsey. Uh, I love the guy. I think he's a super good fifth round pick in this draft. He was on my board. He's on my board, too. Good thing. <laughs> Evan, um, fuck you for laughing. Well, I'm just laughing because he was not on my board. But then again, I had nobody on you my board. You don't have a fucking board. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I guess, yeah, for my fifth pick, uh, I'm also going to go with kind of a sleeper pick. It's probably something not a lot of people look at, even the media. I'm going to go with Tristan Wirfs, uh, the Bucks tackle. Oh, damn. He kind of broke out as a rookie to be an all-pro. I mean, people knew he was going to be a good first-round pick, but he just explodes onto the scene with that Tampa offense and becomes an all-pro. It's not – you don't see that every day where a rookie comes in and just dominates the way he did at the right tackle position. So, I'm going to go with Tristan Wirfs. That's a great pick. All right, I have hockey left. I will go with the top young defenseman, in my opinion. I'll take Cal McCarr. Um I didn't write down how old he was, unfortunately, but guys a stud, 22. Came down to him and Adam Fox, but McCard, honestly, is a, a, what's the thing called? A fucking Norris candidate every fucking year. So good. Just signed that mega deal. Six years, I believe. Yeah. Love the guy. He was on my list. Evan, to finish is, us off. Yeah, this is it, right? Last pick. Yep. Yeah, make uh, it count. Okay, I'm going to take Barkley. Saquon Barkley. Uh, just... I think there's no denying his talent. Yeah, the injuries are a cause for concern, but the dudes, if he stays healthy, I think he's a top ten player in the game. So we're gonna roll with Barkley, and I and I like my team. My God, not, for not having a draft board, I think that's pretty good. That's a big if, though. I haven't seen him play in two years. Seriously, a couple guys I had on my list uh, that didn't get picked. I'm not quite sure on if Braden Point is 25. Oh, I have no idea. He wasn't on my board. Um, he was on my board. Uh, Lamar Jackson kind of surprised by. 
I had both yep. Brown and Metcalf, who had huge years last year, and also Trey Young. I thought tra- about Trey Young. Probably should have taken him over Barkley, but come on. Yeah, I had Mitchell. I had Sebastian Ajo on the list. I like him oh. a lot. Nick Bosa, 23. Well, he named his fantasy hockey team after Sebastian Ajo. I did. Could put McAvoy on that list. Come on, guys. <laughs> Don't be mad at me. I didn't make a one. Uh, guy so move on to the lineup card. Go yeah. ahead, Dan. I was going to say the one guy I had on my list that I had I didn't hear was Joe Burrow. Yep, that was another guy. He like just makes a cut. He's one of those old rookies. So. Yeah. yeah. Man. You What's have up? any guys on your list? No, I just said Nick Bosa, oh. Mitchell, Aho. Yeah. Newman, real quick, what I almost put this as a lineup card question. What did you think about Garrett Bowles, the left tackle with the Broncos, saying that Joey Bosa is the best pass rusher? Do you, do you agree with him? Oh, he's got some great pass rushing moves. He just has to stay on the fucking field. That's this problem. Yeah. All right, we ready to get in the lineup card? Yeah, take it away, Ev. All right, so I've been doing this for a few weeks now. I think it's been a pretty good segment. Dan makes a great post for it. Um, so here we go. So Rob Manfred and Major League Baseball, there's been some talks in the past couple months about whether or not they want to expand the playoff format. Right now, obviously, 10 teams in total make the playoffs. Obviously, 30-team leagues, only 33% of teams can get in. Now, biggest question, should the MLB expand the playoffs? We have our first choice of no. We're good with the 10. Add two teams. Add three teams, add four teams. If you add the three teams, that's what it was last year. If you add two teams, that would make it so there, there would be, I think, two wild card games. If you had four teams, I think that would make it like three wild card games. I don't know. There's a lot of moving pieces there. Uh, we'll start with Colin, go then to Connor, and then Dan. And then I'll, I'll finish this off. I would add two teams, so just add one more wild card game. Um, I kind of like. MLB, uh, sorry, I'm writing down my response. I kind of like the way <clears throat> the MLB's playoffs are a little smaller because baseball is obviously a long game. Feels like sometimes the postseason can drag on. And if you add all these more, all more series, like it's just a lot of baseball. And look, I love watching baseball. Playoff baseball is great, but not a lot of people really love watching a four hour baseball game. Um, and also, like, the MLB really doesn't have 14 teams that I would say is, like, really deserving of being in the playoffs. Like, this year, there's – yeah, there's going to be a couple teams that probably should make it that won't. But, like, I couldn't – I wouldn't be upset if, like, right now the way the Sox are playing, they don't deserve <coughs> – sorry. They don't deserve to make it. Oakland stumbling, they don't really deserve it. Um, San Diego scuffling like there are a lot of teams that I would be like all right well you didn't play up to your potential at the end of the year and that's why you missed so I'm not that upset about it you know what I mean yeah that's a good point who's next you um I would add two teams to each side which is what Scully said I believe so seven what'd you say two teams total oh so six so on each side eight. Yeah, I would do seven total, so two to each side. I like – I mean, the wild card's cool, um, but I don't like the one-game series. I would make it three, best of three, because the one game is kind of ridiculous. But, I, I mean, playoff baseball is super fun to watch, in my opinion. Like, 
one of my favorite playoffs. I would add two to each side. So you have one team, basically what the football, like football does um, with the top team getting a bye. Yep. Um, yeah. I don't think I'd add any teams. Um, kind of going off of what Colin was saying, it's, I don't think there's a lot of teams that deserve to get in. So I think the current way it is right now is fine. Um, I can understand why maybe expanding it, you want to get more people like more fan bases, like excited about their team making a postseason run. But I, I think the current way it looks right now is fine. Yeah. I'm going to say add two teams uh, to each side uh, to similar points that you guys have made. I think, one of my favorite games is the wild card game. And I think outside of the Super Bowl, uh, uh, outside of the World Series, I think that's probably the most entertaining stuff to watch just because it's the game on the line. I just remember so many of the wild card games that I've watched in the past. So I would, I would, be, I would say add two teams and make some more wild card games. That, that one game showdown, I think it's, it's great for Major League Baseball. Um, sticking with baseball, um, who gets the second wild card? We've seen the Reds now pass the Padres. Uh, who just fired Larry Rothschild today, their pitching coach. Um, we got four options, Padres, Reds, Cardinals, who are getting hot, and the Phillies, who are still kind of in the thick of things. Um, Colin, who are you taking? Um, I love the Reds. I'm going to go with the Reds. Uh, excuse me. I love what Luis Castillo has been able to do, turning it around this year, second half. Sonny Gray has been pretty good. Um, and the hitting, like – um, Castellanos is Winker back yet? Nope. Um, I guess Castellanos just carrying that lineup then, huh? Yeah, it's and I would disagree. I think it's a great lineup. I think I own at least two thirds of their lineup in in both leagues. I have so many of the Reds players. <laughs> Who else is there? I know um, Suarez, but he Nick was hot right better. now. Kyle Farmer, Joey Votto, Tyler Naquin, Votto. Mike Mike Mustakis just came back. Jonathan yeah, India. Yeah. Oh, India. Yeah. See, I'm drawing a blank here. Good boy. My guy, Jonathan India. Um, yeah, I love what the Reds are doing. And it seems like the Padres are, are almost, I don't know. I don't feel good about the Padres anymore. No. I agree. And I don't I... like the other teams as much as I like the Reds. So I'll go Reds. Yeah. I'll go Reds too. The Padres are kind of pulling the Red Sox, sputtering when it matters most. And like on paper, the Padres should make the playoffs. Their team is so stacked, but like the pitching for the Reds has been hot. That Gutierrez guy has put together like five ridiculous outings in a row. The hitting's incredible. Like I feel like they're they're like the Yankees. They're getting hot at the right time. I think they claim the the second wild card spot. Yeah, I agree with everything that's been said. Um, I'm going to go with the Reds to get that second wild card spot. Reds are my second favorite team. I'm tempted to go buy a jersey of the Reds. Uh, and it's nothing against the Red Sox. It's just, uh, you know, I think it's cool to have a couple teams you like. Connor likes the Mariners and Red Sox. So uh, the Reds are my team. I hope they score just so many runs each day just because it means good nights for my fantasy team. Tyler Naquin's like Newman brought up has been so hot last two weeks, 21 and 46, 13 runs, five homers, nine ribbies. He's hitting 457 for the fourth ranked player. Uh, just so good. That lineup is so good and dangerous. And I think in a wild card game, they could easily win. They, they've been taking down aces all year. Still have what they've been able to do. And Joey Votto deserves a shit ton of credit for the last few months that he's had been so fucking good yeah um 
Real quick, Evan. Like, just want to uh, say Matt Barnes has blown the save. It is 3-3. <laughs> okay, so Matt Barnes blowing a save against the Texas Rangers. That's lovely. Runners on um, second, third, one out. Fucked. Wow. Okay, was not expecting to hear that, Connor. So, yeah. So, maybe I go buy a Reds jersey uh, after this podcast, right? <laughs> sure. Um, anyway. Baltimore Orioles, uh, they're big in the news right now. 18 straight losses, an absolute disaster since that cat was on the field at Yankee Stadium. Ever since that cat was on the field, the Yankees have been so good, and the Orioles have lost every game since. And it really doesn't get any easier. they got the Angels coming in who are playing well. They're going to see Otani and Dylan Bundy, who's pitching really well. So how long does this streak go? Uh, option A. They'll beat the Angels next. Don Bundy starts that one uh, for the Angels. Um, let's see, 19 to 21, 22 to 24, or 25 plus losses in a row, Colin. Do you know who they have after the Angels? They have got the Rays, Rays for three, and then Toronto for three. 25 plus. <laughs> They're just so um, bad. Like, I couldn't even name a starting pitcher outside of John Means, and he's really struggling. So, yeah. I would say – I would say they, they get a win in this next series. They better get a fucking win <laughs> their next, like, ten games are against tough opponents. And they got swept by the Tigers on this thing. They got swept by the Red Sox. Like, holy shit, they're fucked. But I say they, they beat the Angels. Um. I'm going to go 25-plus. They freaking blow. Yeah, 25-plus for me. Um, I don't think the cat streak is going away. That cat had something to do with it. I, I swear to God. Because look at the Yankees and look at the Orioles right now. Uh, and I just feel bad for Trey Mancini and Cedric Mullins. I mean, these guys really don't deserve what's going on there at all. But they got to fix the pitching. Uh, it's an absolute tank show there. Um we got some uh, video game talk here. We never talk any video games on here. Uh, EA released Madden 22 three days ago. I know we've all played uh, Dan's Raiders team or whatever the hell he's got going on. A 9-0, I remember him saying. Colin, uh, practically the opposite. Two terrible losses. He probably hates the game right now. Uh, <laughs> five picks in the game. So, let's see. So, how strongly would you recommend your friend – who had 21 to get 22 would you recommend it would you tell them that they just shouldn't get it it's not or would you tell them it's nothing new would you recommend it or would you say 100 it's the best Madden game in a while um oh. look i'd say if you're like one of those people who don't play with anyone and you're always just playing alone unless you truly care about the rosters like don't spend the 60 bucks um yeah, the game's like a little bit improved, but for me, the only reason I ever re-up on games is just to play with online with buddies. Uh, obviously, Evan and Newman and I have been playing for a long time together. Um, Dan's on the Xbox because he's a loser, but <laughs> um, I, I don't know. I, I'm iffy, like 50%, like if you want it, get it. But if you are like thinking about it, like it's not going to – you're not missing too much. Yeah. I, I really wouldn't recommend it. It's fucking, it's the same fucking game. Like I know we got all excited about it, like the franchise, like the new trailer, all the franchise updates, but I really haven't noticed anything fucking new. Like 
even that like practice shit i just skip over it now <laughs> it's so fucking boring so i guess if you're like a big ultimate team guy i guess buy the game but like you could just download the new rosters like custom rosters if you really wanted to oh i'm gonna disagree because i guess i'm a franchise guy here but like just a franchise nerd uh i like the new updates that they got with the whole weekly strategy and then even more if you have an next-gen console which i don't yet but there's even more that goes into the whole strategy of weekly game planning and then the new scouting will come out in uh, september and i just think if you're really in the franchise like i am it's definitely worth getting it i can see how if you're not into it and you don't spend 20 plus minutes like i do on weekly strategy just because that's what you love i can see why you don't want to get the but I, so for me, I'd say, yes, get it. But that's because I like franchise, so. Yeah, I would recommend it as well. Uh, different reason though. Uh, I just think it's a great, like when Madden releases, it feels like the start of football because you know football is coming. It gets you in the football mood. And now we're what? A few weeks away from from the first game. So I don't know, I think it gets you in the mood and, and it's fun. I mean, I like playing uh i'm actually four and one on madden this year and picks have not been a major problem while they've been a problem but trying to get those under control um but i think it's a good game and i think franchise has improved um, i just want to interject real quick uh I, I i seem to play the game a little differently also because i don't have these pick problems like you guys or like my <laughs> friends do um, I just don't have that problem, it seems. So I don't know what I'm doing differently. Like, and also, probably like, I'm a quarterback asshole. What? Well, said, probably because you're a quarterback asshole. Yeah, I know what I'm actually doing out there instead of throwing out fucking verticals the entire well, game. Well, that Evan thrown into triple coverage, and he's like, "Well, why didn't my guy go catch it?" I'm like, "What do you, what do you mean?" <laughs> it's triple coverage. That. People complain about that way too much. Oh, my guy didn't moss that dude. Yeah, most guys can't moss in the NFL. Hey, I'm happy in uh, the week we just drafted. I got Hopkins, and I threw him up like a 60-yard pass today, and he mossed the dude and caught it. So I guess you got to get good receivers, but I, never I definitely can't people. read the coverage. I can't read the coverage. I, I don't think Colin definitely either. can't I just read run the, the coverage. No, I actually – I have an idea of the coverage. I just can't get any fucking pass protection. Well, was, the coverages in Madden are a little – fucked up then they don't kind of work how they're supposed to but yeah yeah especially i feel like the same guy gets picked on all the time mm-hmm. they also make it wicked obvious there's no there's no disguising anything yeah anyway moving off the madden talk uh let's go with a little hypothetical down by six in the super bowl with two minutes left you have the ball which quarterback are you choosing to lead you down the field in an attempt to win it all are you taking Pat Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, or Josh Allen? Colin. Um, before I make my pick, this is not my pick, but one guy I think that, that deserves maybe a mention on this list is Matt Stafford, most fourth-quarter comebacks of all time. Um, Fair. That being said, I'm taking Tom Brady. Anyone who doesn't is a fucking jerk-off. Uh, end of story. I'm taking Aaron Rodgers, all that being said. <laughs> he, the, the king of the two-minute drill, like guy's an animal when it comes to crunch time. So, Yeah, I'm going to take Tom Brady. You don't bet it against Tom, even if he's fucking 
what, 44, 43 now, you don't bet against them. Yep, Tom Brady for me, and I kind of put this question on here just to see if anyone had the nerve to go against Tom Brady, and somebody did, so uh, yeah, there you go. Um, next up, uh, we've seen a lot of struggles from rookie wide receiver Jamar Chase in camp, dropped the pass, uh, it was pretty bad in the hands, over the middle, Joe Burrow hit him right there, uh, didn't hold on, and really, it looked really bad if you've seen the clip, uh, like, it was really bad. It's almost like he didn't even try to catch it. I don't know. It was terrible. Uh, and I remember on the same podcast, we had talks whether they should go offensive line. I think Colin was a huge proponent of the offensive line. I was more somebody who was like, all right, take Jamar Chase. Um, hasn't panned out so far. How Now, how much should the Bengals regret not taking Penny Sewell with the sixth pick? Um, Colin. Look, I was all for Sewell as the pick. My answer is going to be it's too early. Uh, this goes back to my rant last pod about Zach Wilson. He's looked good in both preseason games, uh, despite all the reports that he looked like shit at camp. Um, so I would say just give Chase some time. Obviously, it's been a while since he's played with Joe Burrow. That chemistry needs to redevelop. Chase needs to figure out the NFL game, how to get separation, how to get open. So I'd say just give it some time and it'll come. But um, – Look, maybe soon enough I'll be saying I told you so. Doesn't that feel good? <laughs> I hope that's me at the end of the year with my Cowboys take. <laughs> I bet it will be. From there. No. After that DAC injury news, I don't think so, buddy. I think that's fake news. It was Adeline after. I think it's fake. When every reporter and their mother is saying it's a thing, you think it's just fake news? How can the Cowboys say on Twitter it's not a big deal, and then Adam Schefter's like, oh, it's a big, big deal? Well, because the Cowboys don't want to come out and say, yeah, our quarterback is fucked. They got to sell tickets, man. (laughs) Yeah. Anyways. Connor, your turn. Back to the the question at hand. I don't think they regret it just yet. I mean, obviously, the three drops in the preseason game were kind of bad. I I watched that one. But also, from the the little of Lions preseason I watched, Penny Sewell has been fucking eaten over at right tackle. It looks fucking terrible. Although, I don't obviously, yeah, that's the well, like, I don't know why they're, well, I guess, why I don't don't know why they're playing him at right tackle. Yeah. So he looks kind of shit so far. So I guess both both, uh, picks would have been shit. As of right now, um, I'm gonna say it's too early, um, but also I guess like I don't know. I thought they could have went Penisol, but I'm not mad that they went Jamar Chase. If anything, I'm more mad that the Dolphins went fucking Jalen Waddle and didn't take Penisol. <laughs> um, I think that's the the bigger issue, but that's not the question. But I'm gonna say it's too early. Um, I mean, you, Jerry Judy is a great receiver for the Broncos, and he's had drop issues to start the season. Like, some guys just take a while to adjust the NFL. So a couple of drops isn't going to worry me, especially when they're as down as they were in college at the age of 19 in the SC, or, yeah, SEC. So it's too early. I'm always that one person in fantasy baseball, fantasy football. I'm always that one person to freak out and sit and drop people. Uh, and I'm going to say a lot, and I know it's probably way too early, uh, but I'm an emotional person. 
I wear my heart on my sleeve and I react very strongly to things. Um, I'm going to say a lot just because the Bengals just have so many receivers and I'm having a hard time figuring out how they're going to feed all these mouths. You get Chase, but you still got Tyler Boyd, who I think is so underappreciated. T. Higgins, what a year he had last year. They have somebody else, and I'm not thinking of the name, but there's just – there's they wide receiver was not really a position of need, and I don't know really why I was such a proponent of them taking him during the draft. Uh, and from what I've seen on Twitter – and on Instagram, people are really worried about their offensive line, that it has not looked good at all. So I think that would have maybe been the right pick now, looking back on it. Yeah, so, you we'll it. see. Like you guys said, it's too early. It's probably too early, but I'll, I'll say a lot just because I don't love the fit, I guess. I'd say the reason why you get Jamar Chase is he's an actual alpha number one wide receiver, whereas I don't really know if Tyler Boyd has that. He's a good receiver, but I don't think he's a number one receiver. He's going to get catches. He's going to get open, but I don't know if he's a number one receiver. The same goes for T Higgins. I think they're great complimentary wide receivers. Number one, or sorry, number two or number three. Um, But I think Jamar at his full potential is a dominant alpha receiver on the outside. So I think that's why you go and get him, especially with the connection with Joe Burrow. Um, it's not like the Bengals are going to make a playoff run soon. So I could see where they want to get their guy and then build the offensive line later. I mean, well, that's fair. I, I would quickly call I would make the case. Tower Boyd is the number one wide receiver, uh, 90 catches in 2019 for over a thousand yards. And then he got injured last year, mid year, but he was already at about 800 yards I, and 79 catches before he got hurt. I think he gets open so well. Great route runner. I think he's got really good hands. I would make the case he is the number one. I would as well. And I would also make the case that it doesn't matter who Burrow has to throw to if he can't throw. Like, you got to protect your franchise quarterback first and foremost. You already got a couple wide receivers. Obviously, the line was bad last year. Burrow torn ACL. I'm not blaming that on the line, but. You know, you got to protect a guy who's got injury issues like that in his first year. NFL is a long, well, for a quarterback, it's supposed to be a long-term gig. Um, they invest a lot into him, and you got to protect him. I just think there were bigger needs than Jamar Chase. Agreed. And, um, I mean, also being firsthand, knowing what having no offensive line means, Um from high school, but uh, I mean, there's other ways to build your offensive line, especially with proven talent in free agency. And I think when you get a guy like Jamar Chase in the draft, I think that's a better way to go than to take an unknown, not unknown prospect in Penn A school, but I, I feel wide receiver is a safer bet than offensive line uh, when it comes to drafting prospects. And you could get more sure things in free free agency, which it's on the Bengals front office for not spending money ever um, on the offensive line. They just don't. So they spent they spent a lot of money on defense. That was kind of where they were. It was like the all the money they spent this year was like the most in the past five years combined. So they are doing something, but I don't think they're doing it right. Totally fair. Um. Anybody else got anything to say before we carry on? No. All right. Um, so preseason week two just finished, and we've seen some very good breakout performances. Um, now, whose performance are you most excited about so far? 
Justin Fields, Zach Wilson, Patrick Sertan, Mac Jones, Patriots running backs, or other, Colin? Um, I'd say I'm most excited about Zach Wilson because I think he could become a really, really great playmaker and somebody who's really fun to watch. Um, but, like, personally, I'm most excited about Fields just because I want to be right about him. Um, I, <laughs> I've been on him saying he's going to start a lot of games this year, so I want that to come through. Um, so that's encouraging to see. But, like, in terms of who I think is good for the NFL, like, I think it's good when the Jets are good, even though they're in our division. New York's a huge market. And uh, having a good quarterback is a good place to start to turn our team around. So, Yeah, I think I would I would probably say Zach Wilson as well. I watched the, uh, the Packers-Jets game the other day, and I was like, I don't know why the Jets, the inner circle was all like, oh, He's the next Sam Darnold. He's a bust. Like he, he looks like he's already built up a great rapport with Corey Davis, which is great because he's on my fantasy team. Uh, and he, he looked good, sharp, made strong passes, stepped up in the pocket. I liked everything I saw. Obviously, Fields has been electric too. And the, you can tell the Bears fans are booing Andy Dalton every time he steps on the field. But uh, I'd pick Zach Wilson. Um, I think I'm going to go with. Uh, Ramondre Stevenson, I know you put down Patriots running backs, but I, I think it's more of Ramondre Stevenson just kind of popping off. Um, I know I wasn't as high on him in the draft process, um, but it's pretty exciting to see him uh, doing what he's doing. Uh, he, he looks to be really good out there. So that's what I'm more excited about. These other guys, like I knew they were going to be good, maybe not so much Mac Jones, but um, it's just more exciting and Interesting to see what Ramondre Stevenson is doing. Yeah, wait, when was he taken? I can't remember. Fifth? One, say third round or fourth. Okay. Yeah, I'm going with Sertan. Um, we saw his game against Minnesota with the pick six, how good he looked in that game. Um, I think this guy has the potential to be a top three top five cornerback in just a couple of years. I think he has that much potential. Why the Dallas Cowboys, right? The Cowboys had a chance to take him, right? No, or no, no, he, no, he went before. Denver took um, thought that they would maybe trade up. And, and even the Eagles, I, I was wondering if the Eagles would take him. They chose not to, they took Smith, but uh, I I'm super excited to see what this guy can do. I think with Wilson and fields, I think like Dan said, we kind of expected to see what we've seen so far. And even with Sertan, but to get a pick six in your first preseason game um, and to be that dominant, I think he, the ceiling is so high for him. Carrying on here um, with a John Gruden type question, uh, Colin, I'm excited to see your um, answer to this one. But uh, there's a new report that says John Gruden reached out to the Bears ahead of free agency this year to see if Chicago was interested in trading star passer Chicago Mack back to Vegas. The Bears had significant salary cap issues, which forced them to release all pro cornerback Kyle Fuller and restructure several contracts. And the Raiders thought it was worth a shot. However, Chicago was not interested in a trade. After their trade inquiry was shot down, the Raiders continued with their plan to sign uh, free agent defensive end Yannick Ngakwe. The Raiders and coach John Gruden faced heavy backlash after trading Mac for multiple draft picks, including two first rounders nine days before the 2018 season opener. 
so much so that John Gruden himself said that he cried for three days after trading former NFL Defensive Player of the Year. He deserves a lot of credit for his Super Bowl win with the Buccaneers, but his tenure in Oakland bears, Las Vegas bears the question. What would you grade him? What would you grade him as an NFL head coach? A, B, C, D, or F. And you can give anywhere, you can even give a number grade if you'd like, Colin. Yeah, so I, you had numbers written down. I have him 71 to 80, which would be a C. Um, there are times where I think John Gruden's on to something. Uh, I didn't I, – I personally didn't hate the Mac trade. Like, he was going to be – I think he was due huge money, which Chicago gave him. And at the time, Vegas didn't have a ton of money to spend. Um, they got a lot of draft capital, which I agree was maybe not used in the best ways by Gruden. Um, but I, I don't know. They gave him a 10 year deal. They obviously felt like there was something to be had there. Um, I know I've called him a clown before. I still think he is a clown, but, uh, I think he's got a couple more years to try and prove himself there before, uh, you can go lower than a C in my opinion, but he's as low as I'd go right now. So um, I think he's bad. Yeah. <laughs> I think I would even even a C with the Super Bowl. Well, I, I mean, I was thinking just Vegas ten years. Okay. Yeah. Well, did you, how did you? How did you other guys take it? It hasn't. What'd you say? No, I was. I was seeing if Dan and oh. Connor considered his whole coaching career is just with Vegas. Just recent. Okay. I'm. I'm just thinking. Yeah, recent with Vegas. Okay. I would give him a B. I feel like. I feel like the Raiders are kind of building something, but also some of their draft strategies is question, like is so questionable to me. Like the guy they took this year in the first round, I believe had like a fucking third round grade on him, some ridiculous like that. Yeah. Obviously, you have that's probably Mike Mayock's doing. Fucking, I so glad we don't have to hear him anymore in the booth during draft night. But I feel like he reminds me a lot of Tony Larusa of the MLB. I feel like he's just not hip with the league anymore. <laughs> Just out of touch, <laughs> but like I don't, know. I would, I don't, I wouldn't go as far as to say give him a C. I think a B is appropriate. Um, I'm gonna go with a B plus, and that's because John Gruden, the coach, is actually a pretty good coach. I know his the Raiders defense stinks, but he's an offensive guy, so I'll blame that on Jack Del Rio. But him as a GM is absolutely fucking atrocious. Um, his draft strategy has been awful. I do not think it's Mike Mayock making the picks. I think it's John Gruden making the picks, signing all the terrible yeah. free agents. Um, so him as a coach is a B plus. Him as a GM is a freaking F minus. I think John Gruden is emotionally unstable. I think I think we really can begin to ask that question when we saw when he was with ESPN and he would have those those quarterback prospects in the booth. This dude, his energy is just really odd. Like he, like randomly, he'll be talking very normally, and then all of a sudden, he's like screaming like a girl and and, and all this other shit. Um, and on the field, he's just crazy, like very intense coach. Um, and then to cry about trading a guy that you decided to trade, I don't understand that at all. Um, I I'm gonna give him a, a B minus. I don't think he's a terrible coach, like Dan said, but. You got to ask, what is his long-term vision? He was given a 10-year plan. I'm sure he laid that plan out with ownership when they hired him. Um, 
And so far, we'd all agree it's been a messy plan. We really don't know what direction they want to go necessarily. There were rumors about maybe a car trade and Mariota would get that gig. Uh, it's just been all over the place. Um, we'll see in free agency, though. I, I know with Devontae Adams, you you boys think he'd be a great fit there, which I, I would agree with. Um, but I feel like they're missing something right now. And Obviously, that defense is really bad, and, and it looks to be another tough campaign coming up for the Vegas Raiders. Spider and that division is wide so banana. good. Spider wide banana. Isn't that his, his play? Spider two wide banana. Yeah, I think yeah. so. But yeah. Um. Let's see. Last question, NBA wise here. Um, which NBA big three is the best? The Nets, big three, Harden, KD, Kyrie, um, Lakers, LeBron, Russ, AD, or the Bucks, Drew Holiday, Giannis, Middleton, or you can obviously go off the board if you'd like. Uh, I'm going with the Nets. Um, I think Kevin Durant's the best player in the world. So. Reasonable. That's <laughs> um, actually, that's tough. I I would say the Lakers, not because obviously I love LeBron, but like I feel like the Nets, those three lack any kind of defense, with the exception of KD. I know he's a, a pretty decent defender. Obviously, they have the the best offense. Those three, if they get going together, there's no stopping them. But I feel like at least for Russ, AD, and LeBron, the defense, they're a better overall, all around big three. So I would give them the edge. Um, I'm going to go with the Nets, um, just talent-wise. I feel like they're better than when you stack it up against the Lakers' big three. Not to say that the Lakers' big three isn't good. It's just I think it's a 1A, 1B situation, um, so I take the Nets. I'm going to go with the Lakers. Um, some more points to what Newman said. Um, I'm not a big Harden fan at all, especially after his playoffs last year. I thought he was so underwhelming. I I agree with what Colin said. Katie is the best in the world, but as a unit, I think the Lakers are going to do a lot of damage this year. And Russ is just a huge ad and they've added so much on that team. I, I think they'll be representing the West in the finals. And, you know, we had that matchup. Who, who had that matchup? I think we all did. No, yeah. no, no, oh, I did. You guys didn't have the Lakers. in the. Out of oh, first that's round. right. Oh, that's right. I had the but, but if they were, yeah. Now that they've added, uh, Russ, though, I think it's huge. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's all I got for the lineup card today. Pretty good. Lots of NFL. Yeah. Season's coming up. Uh, Gridiron Pod next week. We'll be doing our fantasy draft. We got to get some guys in that league. Um, yes, we do. <laughs> Evan, would you like to do your rant, and then we'll finish up? Yeah. Um, I don't really had have one planned out but i guess i can talk about some news that came out today and we'll see if how it'll affect the nfl so yeah i'm good so we know across the nfl uh vaccination rates are pretty bad in general i i know the atlanta falcons were at 100 which is great um and i know teams the nfl as a whole is at 90 percent. i shouldn't even say bad um but we'll see how the news today affects those percentages. The FDA said had approved the COVID vaccine today. So I wonder personally how Cole Beasley, Adam Thielen, and all the anti-vaxxers will 
respond to this, Kirk Cousins? Uh, will they get their shots? I, I, I mean, I don't know. It's a worthy question to be asked. Um, I know now a lot of people are moving the goalposts saying, well, was this rushed? Um, but we'll have to see uh, the response from these athletes. I know the teams and ownership, I'm sure, want them at 100%. Just, you know, don't even want to risk some sort of spread. Um, but I'm, I'm curious to see when we'll see the next team at 100%. Uh, the Falcons were, what, a week ago or something like that? Um, basically, point being, uh, Kirk Cousins, Cole Beasley, Adam Thielen, all the other people um, should just go get the shot, suck it up. It's not violating your freedom. I'm sorry. It's a public health, health measure. I think it's absolute crap. Um, and we even saw Cole Beasley getting into it on Twitter with Jerry Hughes about it, his, his own teammate. Um, and I wonder how some how the people in that – locker room that are you know just to protect their families like it's not even about you like we understand it's about families and obviously you don't want the games to get suspended or postponed well it's not even gonna get postponed now right it's we're gonna be forced in L. yeah so i think these people that aren't vaccinated in the nfl should suck it up and just get the fucking covid19 vaccine i mean it it just makes all the sense in the world right now that's it. Good rant. Good rant. Yeah, it, it'll be interesting to see just as a whole how everybody responds to that. It's only Pfizer. They haven't approved Moderna or J&J yet. Mm. Um, yeah. But, like, the other question is, like, why did they wait so long to approve it? Like, because those, those companies wanted to not be held liable, and now they feel comfortable – evidently enough they feel comfortable enough to be held liable now so yep 100 true all right that's all i got that's all i got anything else boys uh red sox are about to lose hooray (laughs) oh god yep that sucks Matt Barnes. Wait, wait, were they up 3-1 in the ninth, Connor? They were up 3-1. Uh, they tied it up. It's in the extra innings now. And Christian Arroyo just decided to run home on a ground ball. So now it's two outs with a guy on first instead of a guy on third. <laughs> yeah. More Red Sox talk coming up. Yep. Maybe next yes. episode. Yep. Sad. Tough. Tough. Sad. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in. Be on the lookout for the Gridiron Pod next week. Also, a new Clubhouse Convos next week. Uh, if you're interested in joining the league, hit us up on the IGs. Uh, also, you can find us on Twitter, Clubhouse Convos, right? Or is it? Yeah. What What the fuck's the C H C L H C? I think podcast. C L H C podcast. Yeah. Check it out. And. And Colin, I'd like to see you yourself join the league. We're still waiting on that to happen. How about you send uh, that link, pal? I think <laughs> I did, uh, and I don't think you responded to me. Send, send it back my way. <laughs> <laughs> well, I All will. Right. Don't worry, buddy. We'll see you next week. Yeah. Later. Peace. Put your tears away. In the fear today. You can drive off towards that summertime sunset It's what you ain't done yet Take the keys, leave the regrets Write your letters, place your bets I'll be the one who accepts you know,